0: New research has found that there just isn't enough water in Canterbury to handle the pollution created by the region's dairy farms. The study found that harmful nitrates are flowing from farms into the drinking water sources faster than rain or river water and it can actually dilute them. Dr Mike Lee was the uh, Mike Joy, sorry, was the lead author of the study. Hi, Mike. Hi. Sir. Sorry, just giving you new names there. Okay, we
1: have
0: to bring the herd down by how much?
1: Uh, a 12-fold reduction, either you know, to try and put it into some kind of, you know, thing that people understand, you need 12 times as much rainfall to dilute it to a safe level, or, you know, of course that's not going to happen, in fact, less rainfall is happening, and so it's a 12-fold reduction. So basically it's back to what everybody, uh, you know, sort of kind of knew in the past, that that Canterbury is not the place for, for dairy cattle.
0: Mike, can I just um, ask you, I just want to ask you a bunch yeah. of questions here. right? Are we talking about the Mackenzie, or are we just talking about the entire No, no, Canterbury no, we're talking region.
1: about the Canterbury region is where we sit. so just kind of smack bang in the middle, but we yeah. took the data for all of Canterbury. It's, if you go back to 1990, there was a handful of dairy farms in Canterbury, just little town supply farms. And then just from 1990 onwards, you just had it. I've got a a little graphic that shows it growing, and it almost looks like a cancerous growth. And it all was just enabled through um, irrigation. It was not the place for dairy until irrigation happened.
0: What herd herd size are we talking about here?
1: Um, I think we're up to about 1.3 million cows there at the moment.
0: And Sorry, my maths are shocking, but are you saying we have to get it down to 100,000?
1: Yeah, yeah, would have to be back to there. It's just, it's just not Mike, the place to put... This is,
0: this is never going to happen. Why are you banging your head against a brick wall on this?
1: Well, you can say that, but if we don't, well, it's already happening. That you know, three quarters of the groundwater wells are are going through the ceiling with with growth. You've got eight hundred thousand New Zealanders, mostly in the South Island, drinking. Get their drinking water with nitrate levels above the level known to be a risk of, of colorectal cancer. Mm. You've got mothers in Ashburton and all around the place now being told to buy bottled water because the drinking water is not safe anymore. You've got lakes that are eutrophic that fish can't live in anymore. You've got rivers that fish can't live in anymore. I mean, you know, you can say you have to have the cows, but. Let me just give the example of Lake Rotorua and Lake Taupo where we pay farmers, they have paid and are paying farmers to get rid of the cows to protect those two lakes. So if we apply that same standard to to the rivers of Christchurch or Canterbury, then we should do the same.
0: Mike, thanks for chatting to us. Appreciate it. Mike Joy, Senior Researcher at Victoria University Institute for Governance and Policy Studies. And by the way, tomorrow, her Waka Ekenoa is coming out. You're like, what? What are you talking about? Get used to that. <laughs> better learn that very fast. That is the farmer's climate plan. Well, actually, I don't know if it's coming out tomorrow. It's going to the minister, I think. Anyway, whatever. It's due tomorrow. It is due tomorrow. Whether it's made public, I do not know. But this is the the, the, the big thing that was left out of the climate plan, which was announced by the government, what, like two two Mondays ago. The big thing was what to do with, with the farm emissions. This deals with the farm emissions. So we'll be seeing some detail on that shortly.